Pope's Harbor, a gritty Bible devotion with David Bradley. God's attributes, unchanging, all-knowing, and perfect wisdom. Part 4. The key verses are as follows. God is unchanging. Malachi 3.6. For I am the Lord, I do not change. God is all-knowing. Psalm 147, 4 and 5. He counts the number of the stars. He calls them all by name. Let me stop right there just a minute. Do you know that the number of stars are innumerable? And yet God not only counts them, he has a name for every star he created. And then verse 5. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. God has perfect wisdom. Romans eleven thirty three through 36. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has become his counselor? Or who has first given to him that it should be repaid? For of him and through him and to him are all things to whom is glory forever. Amen. Now, I group these three attributes together because they are so closely related and they explain something of the mind of God. Since he never changes, it stands to reason his knowledge is complete. We cannot add knowledge to God because it would change him. And God's wisdom is perfect because he has all knowledge. He knows how to apply his knowledge in the best way possible. And this is what God's wisdom means, perfect application of knowledge. The devotion focus is an impenetrable defense against doubt. That's what God's attributes give us when we can fully understand them and trust them. It seems God will have me focus on doubt as the negative aspect of what happens to us when we don't rest, fully dependent upon God's nature of never changing. Also. Believing he has all knowledge, and therefore I can rest in safety, knowing nothing will ever take God by surprise, and knowing God's wisdom is perfect, I can resist doubt when it comes through circumstances. So how bad is it to doubt God? Well, first let's understand what it is to doubt. The biblical meanings are to waver, to hesitate, to stagger. Furthermore, Doubt causes fear, and fear is a primary cause of anxiety. Now, so far in this series on God's attributes, we've looked at the necessity of faith and application of faith by how we trust God. And then doubt is the antithesis of trust. So what does the Bible teach us about the need to trust God, to have faith? Well, Hebrews 10.38 puts it this way. Now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Now this doesn't mean we lose our salvation, but God doesn't, it doesn't please him when we doubt him because he's worthy of complete trust. And then in that verse, it said, if anyone draws back, to draw back means to cower, shrink, or withdraw. And then Hebrews eleven six, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For if you come to God, you must believe that he is and that he rewards those who diligently seek him. 
and in this verse, faith and belief are similar, and yet used differently to make a point. And so faith in this verse is moral conviction of truth. It's a mindset to believe. It's to have faith, but by implication, it's to entrust yourself, especially one's spiritual well-being, to Christ. It's to put trust in. And this is action. Well, let's make this real right now. When Jesus said in John 15, 9, As the Father loves me, I also love you. Abide in my love. We can know because of God's unchanging nature that this truth still applies to you and me. Of course, we must choose to believe this and then go on to placing trust in what Jesus said and choose to trust when circumstances rip our lives to shreds. And then to help us trust, we must remember God is all-knowing. He knew your life and mine was going to suffer. He knew the exact minute everything would change forever. Now, one day in 2001, out of the blue, my wife at the time told me she wanted a divorce. This was after 27 years of marriage. So within minutes, my life went from normal to excruciating pain. And I can't even remember the number of times during those days I asked God, why? Why is this happening? But throughout three years of marital separation, kept coming back to the Bible truth that God knew all along this was going to take place. And even with all of the feelings of failure that went along with that divorce, I trusted him in his word about his knowledge of me, his love for me, and the hard-to-understand truth his wisdom allowed the divorce to take place. And that was after the three years of pain-filled days and nights, as I wondered where and when it would end. Now, on the day my life changed forever, I had been studying the Bible as a daily habit, one that I started in 1983. And I don't want to consider what the outcome may have been without that foundation of Bible truth concerning God's nature that God had instilled within me. And that came through a a lot of time of studying His Word and making it is a conscious decision to learn God's Word. And years before that divorce took place, I had read Tozer's book, Knowledge of the Holy and the Pursuit of God, and these also helped me to build a foundation of trust in God. But I can tell you, I had times of doubt, and when the doubt came and I gave into the feelings swirling around me, I considered suicide as a way out of the pain. But invariably, God used His Word to bring me back. His Word to me in those days was if I would give him the pain and trust him, he would restore me. And that's what he did. And although it took several years to do so. Now, in summary, God's nature is there for us to know it, know about his nature, and to trust his nature. And if we do the work, we build a wall of protection against doubt when it comes. The strength of your belief and trust will determine how well you survive life's tragedies when they come. So in the action to consider, in a Bible app, do a search for the word wisdom. Read through the verses that come up and take note of the context of each one. You may be surprised by what you discover. And as an added bonus, read Upmost for His Highest for April 4th, and it will give you deeper insights. 
Next week's devotion, The Faithfulness, Mercy, and Love of God. You've been listening to Hope's Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.